welcome back to CFB Nation. I am your host, Nino Brown. I got my guy with me. You already know who it is. D now, a.k.a. Mr. Get It Done. And when we're on the screen, it's Debbie Dollins' time. Before we break it down to get into it, my man, how's it been? Uh, not too bad. I mean, it, it's cold as balls here. So other than that, <laughs> you know, uh, I'm living the dream. What, what, what do you got? You know, you below 20s? Oh, yeah. We were single digits for the last couple of days. Oh yeah, I had <laughs> I had some snow today, but it was uh nothing. It's uh I think it's like nineteen gonna be tonight. So, but that's nothing near where you're at. So yeah, you know, God, stay warm, my friend. Stay warm. Well, we're gonna we're gonna talk about a guy who who, who got warm <laughs> just just in this bowl season, and uh I I think uh, and I I believe you 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 agree as well. That he is going to be a dude going into next season that I think is going to take the bowl by the horns, and a lot of people are going to be very familiar with. Dylan Sampson, what are your thoughts? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I saw him play against Iowa. <laughs> They're going to be a threat for the next couple of years. I had I had to just start with that because I know that you saw all of that in that game. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It, it, youthful. Both him and Nico, young, mobile yeah, guys. Bright. Yeah, Fuchs is very bright uh, in Knoxville. But uh, it's Dylan Sampson we're talking about. 5'11", 190 pounds, right? Uh from Gez, uh, Gesmar, uh, Louisiana, uh, Dutchtown High School is where he went to. And this, this kid's not just a football player. He got some he got some brains up there. 4.0 GPA. Uh, he graduated out of high school with. Gotta love kids that got smarts and love playing football. As with, like you look at some of these guys that are pretty smart, like Jason Kelsey, who just retired. That guy's he he's a you know a pretty smart man. There's a few guys out. <laughs> Dobbs, you, yeah. know, you know, rocket science. Yeah, so like. You're seeing them that ha- having having the the brains and, and having the brawn all together in one. It's kind of it's kind of you know it's like an odd odd. But most people put football players as the do you know they don't they don't really know much. But uh, oh, tell me a little bit about uh, your guy here because I know he just this this topic comes up and I know it just right in your alley. Yeah, so you know me, I love kids who play more than one sports in in high school. Uh, Dylan played football obviously, but he also ran track. He ran a four three two forty. Stupid fast. 10.48 100. Again, stupid fast. And a 21.16200. And like to put it in perspective, I know we talked about it last week, maybe the week before. If he wanted to focus solely on track, like yeah. those could have been like Olympic prep numbers. Uh, just for everyone out there that's not aware. Um, and then in the 2022 class, he was ranked the 36th running back. Um, behind some some names you might have heard of, some names you might not have. Uh, we'll start with Caleb Johnson out of Iowa, who's ranked just right ahead of him uh, on the year he's or on his career. He's got just a little over 1,200 yards and nine touchdowns. Uh, Damari Alston from Auburn was ranked 28th. He's only got 405 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, then you have Dallin Hayden, who's been kind of buried at Ohio State. <laughs> Uh, was ranked number 24 on his career. He's only got 663 yards and five touchdowns. And then Jabrian Payne at Notre Dame was ranked 25th. And he doesn't even have 200 yards, but he has two touchdowns. So I I know we were talking in the green room too. It's like, I honestly forgot that he was the number three back for Tennessee. <laughs> and seeing some of these names that he was ranked behind, it's just mind-blowing. I, I I've been it seems to be a constant thing that I've been saying to you in the last couple of episodes. I don't understand who is grading these guys. 
Because, like, if you go back, ah, I'm going to say at least four years. They have totally. Now, I'm not saying the QBs or the wide receivers. They're pretty close with those. And every once in a while, you're going to get a guy in the, you know, that's 50-ranked wide receiver that just balls right, out. Right, that's going to break oh. out. It seems as though you're getting kids in the mid-30s to 50s that are, like, just coming out of the woodwork. Martinez, Judkins. Now, this guy. You know, it, it seems as though somebody who is grading them. I, I, yeah. I don't know how they're doing. They need to reevaluate re the process because it doesn't seem like it, it's very thorough. You know, when the bottom half seems to have more success than the top half. Now, granted, you're going to be those guys, and I understand. I'll play devil's advocate. Well, these guys at the top are coming and starting. <laughs> it's probably – that it has a lot of probability to it, yes, okay? But then you get guys like C.J. Baxter who came in and, and played in a, in a school that doesn't normally let two freshmen to play and earned his role in even when Jonathan Brooks was dominating. Back mm -hmm. getting carries. So and if you're good, you're good. You're going to get on the field. But the guy's making this process and ranking these kids, man. I, I would like to see if, if, you know, maybe Caleb Johnson went to Georgia, right? <laughs> or, or, or went to a school where, you know, they did more than just focus on one thing and gave him more options where he would be. You know what I'm saying? Hey, yeah, absolutely. Shout out Joe Clark out there, buddy. How we doing, man? Joe knows. Big, Joe knows. Big Giants fan. You know. Shout out the Giants and Joe. Uh, he's got that show out there. Catch him out there on Toad's titles. But uh, yes, the balls and, and and Dylan Sims. I I I'm a fan. I saw like you said. So I'm in the bowl game. Caught my eye. But these people, these people here that are doing this this grading, they need to be reevaluated. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about Dutchtown High School. Uh, in 2021, uh, 2021 as a junior, 1,327 yards, 15 touchdowns. Great numbers, right? What was oh, it? Yeah. Games. You know, eight, eight games. Whew. That is it. Okay? Those are big boy numbers in just eight games. Now, as a senior, he was named All-State. He had 1,374 yards, 22 touchdowns. The man averaged 9.28 yards per carry. I mean, it's a first down every time we touch. Oh, oh, first down. Yeah, that right. is insane. Um, and now I know why Tennessee was all over him. And I know why there was a bunch of schools that were all over him. But, you know, there's, there's this one thing. I need you to talk to me about this, this stat that jumped up. Because when I saw this, because this guy, if he didn't eat himself out of the league, right, he would have been a dude. So yeah, absolutely. Uh, so anytime you see – someone who surpassed someone who ended up actually having a solid career in the NFL. It has to be pointed out. Uh, his time at Dutchtown, he ended up passing NFL running back Eddie Lacy for the most career touchdowns, 54, and career yards, almost 5,000, missed it by about 70 yards, uh, 4,927 yards no. on his career. For those of you who don't know, Eddie Lacy was a big boy, okay, mm -hmm. who had trouble – making the weight cut as he got older in his career and and, and it kind of just fizzled out this kid's 190 okay he ain't even anywhere in the realm of what eddie lacy was coming yeah, out of yeah. high school this kid the sky is the limit for this kid and, and and you can see it it was prominent this year in the, in the times that he was able to catch the ball and, and get out there and, and towed it Oof. talk to me about the office d yeah, so he had a total of 24 offers, um, you name it. He had some of those schools, Arkansas, Mississippi State, South Carolina, Western Kentucky, Purdue, um, and obviously ended up going to 
Tennessee. So and he didn't roll early. He was there, you know, in June. Uh, was is that still an, an early enroll? Is it June? Um, I think no. early is actually January. Yeah, it is January. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, so he wasn't an early enroll, but this kid has got the talent. We're gonna to talk to you a little about his attributes before we break down his time at Tennessee and in our player comps, which uh, oh, I I, I think we're gonna. We're gonna love. I love the the sneak attack he got at the end there. That was a that was a good one. Um, speed that was prominent right in the beginning of the show. We talked about speed. Okay, he's got speed, but he got power. Okay, he's like a pinball out there, and and, and pinball in many different ways. Like he bounces off tackles coming out of the hole, right? But maintains his balance and he's able to continue going. He's also like a pinball because. Side to side, like he just he slides off tackles. He'll spin. He, he he has a strong lower body at 190. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. you can see it up on the screen here. He's a, he's a well built kid. He's got a good center of gravity. I, I, I talk about this. I mean, I've seen it multiple times, especially in a South Carolina game. I, I coming out the hole, he got hit. He kind of rolled. The other guy hit him. He rolled back the other way. Hit the hash. Started going up went, went for like 14 yards. The elite balance. The speed all combined together, man. The kid's going to be special. What, what are some of the things that jumped off the screen to you? Yeah, first thing, obviously, that I noticed, he's got good hands for a running back, which is needed in today's football. Uh, he's got really good vision for a young young kid, can find the holes. Mm-hmm. Um, and on top of that, yes, he has the, the speed, but he also has the agility that he can just plant and then go, yes. which not a lot of people can do. Um and along with his agility, he, he's got like a, a little shimmy shake to him that sets him free, gets him the extra one, two, three yards. Um, and again, agile, athletic. And I think what I really love is he's a three down running back. Um, today's football is kind of slowly starting to go more committee wise. Yes. So you see backs that can play every down. Um, what's not to love about that? Absolutely. Uh, I, in this college, it's very odd that they have one back run. Never mind in the NFL nowadays, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but he seems like he can carry it the 20 times if necessary. I don't know if he will or if Tennessee will allow him to, right? But I think he can. We've seen him get 17. We've seen him get, you know, 20 carries and and produce, right? Mm-hmm. Um, his counterparts in front of him and, and small and right. I feel like he's got a little bit of – both of the guys, right? But then he has his his aspect, which is the speed spot. Because neither, neither yeah. one of them gentlemen had the speed. But they were bruises. They had a little bit of shake to get loose to get more yards. Nothing crazy. I'm, I'm not saying they were Barry Sanders. But they had a little a little tweak to him, a little twitch. He might have a little more, a little more you know, looseness to him. Um, but, yeah, uh, I, I, I like what he's got. He's got a little bit of everything. Just has inexperience. He didn't have much yeah. sample size. But he, he did, and we're going to get into it, he did get better pretty much at every statistical category when given more opportunity, you know, and, and carries and touches. So in 2022, as a true freshman, he had 58 uh, attempts, close to 400 yards, 397 yards, six touchdowns, close to seven yards per carry. Did have three receptions, 24 yards. Now, out of the 397, this is the stuff that jumps off the page to me, and it's like a neon sign. Like, okay, check that off. I'm going to watch this. Out of... 397 yards, he had 265 yards after contact. But that, that's three quarters, more than three quarters of your yards are coming after somebody is hitting you. 
It, yeah. Hence, where we're talking about, and we've seen the balance, right? You know, the, the pinball-esque type of move where it don't matter. Like, he's not shying away from the contact because he knows that his balance and athleticism will keep him upright. He's always going to gain positive. It seems like he's always moving forward, even if, he fall, if he's fallen. You, you know what I'm saying? Um, he had 10 runs as a freshman. 10 runs of over 10 yards. I will take that explosiveness. That that gives that tells me playmaking ability. Like when given the time, enough time gets in the groove, start seeing how things are panning out. There's a chance he can make a house call at, at, at any moment. Sign me up. I love it. And this is another category I love. 220 breakaway yards. Those are the yards you get when you just sun smoke somebody and you blow yourself out the hole. Bro, 220 out of the 397. Yeah. Sign me up for some explosiveness, right? Absolutely. This kid's got from what, all I'm reading his stats to and talking to you about Adrian, he is checking boxes left and right as a guy that I want on my university or at my future NFL franchise. Now, this year alone, like we said, he was buried behind two guys who are now you know trying to take their way to the NFL. He still managed to get 106 attempts, 604 yards, he has seven touchdowns. And 5.7 yards per carry. Close to six yards per carry both, you know, both years, right? He, he not double, but 200 plus extra yards this year on the ground, right? Mm-hmm. Most of it, I'm, I'm not going to lie, most of it came in about four games. But mm-hmm. when he was given the opportunity, he took the ball and ran with it. Um, 604 yards, 347 after contact, bro, he just—it's like the light goes off, ding, 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 boom. Okay, and he charges up more after you hit him. Now we had ten runs of ten plus shots in his freshman season. We had eighteen this year. Like more opportunity, more explosiveness coming from Dylan Sampson. And then he's not a one-trick pony. It's not that he has to run to the outside or he has to run to the – my man can run in the zone or in a gap run. doesn't matter. 40-60 breakdown. That I love. He's not a one-trick pony, which means defenses cannot just line up one way and, and just stack a box to one side or, or, or stuff the inside and make him go, go outside and have maybe a safety get him. Talk to me about some of these weeks that you like, that you saw that jumped off the screen of you. Yeah, so first week four versus UTSA, he had 11 carries for 139 yards, two touchdowns. Thank you. Solid. <laughs> yeah. Uh, week five against South Carolina. I mean, they had a probably top 50 defense this year. Um, nine attempts, 50 yards, a touchdown. But then he also had two receptions, 42 yards. Uh, week nine against your Wildcats, he had huh. 17 carries, 76 yards, a tutty. Then he also had four receptions and 39 yards. And the one that hurts but also impressed me the most was against my Hawkeyes, uh, top five defense in the country. Mm-hmm. Toted the rock 20 times, 133 yards for 6.7 yards per carry. Yeah. And anytime you can do that against a top five defense, uh, I mean, you got to get your flowers. Yeah, I mean, there was times he got stuffed, okay? Um, but, dude. There was pay. Well, I saw patience in that ball game, like letting the block set up. Then boom, hitting a hole. I seen him go to where the the play was supposed to go and see that the hole was getting closed and be able to come off that and just counter off. You know, or just split off the play, go up, cut left, cut right, whatever maybe, just to stay in the positive realm, to keep moving forward. And him uh, torching up Iowa when Tennessee decided to go to the play action, but that broke down. It allowed Nico to be able to scramble because they were all shifted over 
towards Dylan. Right. So, so yeah, they, they were smart. They let the, the workhorse set up the youth, right? And then once the youth started cooking, now, now you're in trouble because you got both of those guys in the backfield together. You eliminate, I say this all the time, a mobile QB who is a legitimate threat takes away one defender. He has mm-hmm. to stay home. He has to spy. And now you have a guy who you kind of need that linebacker to watch as he's coming out the hole who can't do that no more. So what are you doing? You're bringing a safety down into the box. or You, you know what I mean? Putting him in the nickel to watch this, this running back. He better be 200 pounds. <laughs> and if he's not, he's probably going to get shoved off the line or come out the hole and get ran over. So now when it's, like you said, sets up, the play action comes with average. Safety's in the box. Your linebacker is watching the quarterback. And that guy in the slot just went downfield wide open for a big chunk yard play. Uh, I, yeah. think, I think this team's got youth and a lot of promise with both Nico and, and Dylan Sampson. Uh, it's that time of the show, my friend, where we get to do uh, our player comps. I, I guess I, I'm going to stay with a, a fellow Val, right? Um, I, I'll go with – I get a lot of Alvin Kamara vibes here, right, with – you know, the pass catching capability, how he's improved. Like when Kamara came in to Tennessee, he wasn't really like that crazy pass catcher. And every single year he got better and better and better to the point where he was known coming into, you know, the NFL as a guy that was a dual threat mm-hmm. running back. Um, Absolutely. And then we also have uh, Aaron Jones. It just, the style, the style of play for me, like Aaron Jones, everybody was kind of saying that he was like Alvin Kamara, kind of like the mini version of him and stuff, but like longevity. And he looked like he had the yeah. fountain of youth in this game, man. Yeah, this, this, this past stuff. week. Yeah. So like, I, I don't know this, the way he plays, Aaron Jones has always been a guy who loves contacts and keeps it going. And he's been a guy who can catch the ball in the backfield. So the, 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 the style of playing both of those guys, um, kind of, I get those vibes with, with Samson. What are your guys? Yeah, so I, I bounced around for my second comp. Um, kind of took a twofer on this, the first one. Uh, that being the the Cook brothers, Dalvin and James. Uh, mostly for that pinball style, uh, especially yeah. Dalvin when he's healthy. Bounces off, can hit a hole, go. Um, sort of running back. Uh, and then my second one is Chase Edmonds from Tampa. Love that. Uh, for that elite speed. The soft hands uh, utilize them all day in the past game, like Tampa did. <clears throat> excuse me, this season. Um, so those are my comps. Yeah, I, I like Chase Edmonds. Um, I wish he was. He had a couple years, right? Like two years where he was decent, like over a thousand yard back, right? Um, but he's really been known as like a pass catcher these last couple seasons. But I think, you know, maybe given the opportunity, he could probably still be that dude. He just, you know, his health has been a concern for him. Yeah, uh, down the stretch here as well too. But I like his style of play. I think that style of play, um, with all, all four of the guys, well five because the Cook brothers. Um, I I it, you can pluck it and say, okay, I see this aspect of you know Dalvin's game in him. I see this this aspect of James Cook's game in him. I, but they're all kind of in that box. Cook might be a little bit more of a banger, right? Um, yeah, James I mean, is more of a banger than Dalvin. Yeah, yeah, you know. So, um, but yeah, I I, I love it, but uh. We'll be back in uh, for 48 hours. Yeah. Much. We'll be coming at you now. We're going to be doing two uh, Tuesday, Thursdays um, for the off season. We're breaking down more and more guys. So it's been a blast. We always say this all the time. Uh, appreciate the guys, you know, watching the show at home and, and in the comment section. But if there's someone that you want us to break down, whoever it may be, maybe it's a guy 
who is now in a new situation that's a freshman or a sophomore. What is his aspect, and what do you you know think he could be going forward? If you'd like us to break it down, hit us up you know, on, on formerly known as Twitter X or, or, or over here on YouTube in the comments, and we'll definitely you know break it down and and bring him up on the screen and talk about him. So, uh, you know, anything else you want to say before we we close this one out? Uh, no, uh, just appreciate everyone watching. We, we appreciate you guys. It's been a great year. Uh, everybody's excited. We'll be, you know, heading down to, uh, Mobile very soon for the senior bowl, but, uh, catch us in 48 hours. We'll be bringing you another Debbie Dollar.